This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders, you're accepting of whatever comes your way, you're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. This week's podcast features an extract from our weekly radio show, Let's Talk Well-Being. It's Claire here with Sue in the studio. Hello. We are Let's Talk Wellbeing. That's what we're delivering today. Um, Our business is 3B, the mental wellbeing company. So we thought it was probably about time that we talked about the three Bs, especially since we had a listener who thought we were from the hospital and Ward 3B. Ward 3B. (laughs) Which we thought was hilarious, because I could just imagine us causing havoc in the hospital. 3B is our our business name, the Mental Wellbeing Company, and it's we call it 3B because it stands for Be, Believe and Breathe. They're the three Bs that everything that we do is founded from. There are values, there where things grow from. And we thought we'd share and talk today about what the B is, which is B-E. So we thought, what is this all about? Why is this important to us? And how does this affect our mental well-being? So we're going to cover our three Bs over the next few weeks. So the first one, which... I would say is probably the most important, but they do they all link and they are all important. But this one probably just tops everything and it interlinks with absolutely everything we do. The B is all about being who we really are, being ourselves, being comfortable in our own skin, all that kind of stuff. And the reason it's so important is because if we are not ourselves, if we are trying to be something we're not, this can have a really detrimental effect on our mental well-being. We will also want people to just be who they are because actually it's the best, it's the best way to go forward. It, that We need individuals in this world, we need people to show up as who they are, not carbon copies of somebody else because of their quirks and the different way they may look at things because we all look at things differently. So I'm going to go from that premise first, Sue, with us. So, I mean, you know we all look at things differently. We all take information in in a slightly unique way. So, for example, and I know we've talked about this before, if you go to see a movie, you and I would come out Maybe having some different opinion about what that was about or what was going on, 
but we would definitely have a difference of the key things that came to us, what we really noticed about stuff. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I think because we've all got our own versions of, of reality, you know, without sounding too heavy. But it's true, isn't it? We see yeah. things through our own filter, through our own values, through our own experiences. All of that's informing the way that we interpret stuff. Totally, yeah. So you might turn around and say, oh, did you see that part of the film where, and um, you know, the little man came running through and he was dressed as a horse or well I don't know you know just anything and you're like oh no I didn't even see that so we pick things up and sometimes nuances in things another example of this is like when you have a communication with somebody sometimes you pick things up from their tone of voice how they're saying something that maybe somebody else wouldn't necessarily pick up or the person themselves who's speaking doesn't necessarily know is coming across we're being bombarded all the time by information. We're, there is only a certain amount that our conscious mind can take in. So I'm going to also offer this concept of we have a conscious mind, a conscious thought process that, you know, we understand, we, are, we know about, but we also have a subconscious or unconscious mind. That That's the part where... It's telling us to breathe. That's the part where it understands things. It takes in more information in the unconscious. But it's really, really efficient at what it does. And it feeds into our conscious mind as well. So we can have an impact on that. Now, our unconscious mind is where our values lie. Because we don't necessarily have them in our consciousness all the time. No. We're not walking around constantly going, my value is safety, security and love and friendship and all that palaver. We don't. Because if we did, well, I'd de definitely not be able to do anything else because I'm <laughs> bad enough as it is. <laughs> but our unconscious mind holds that. So when we do things that are against our values, it can show up for us, can't it? Yeah, and, and I think this is what where it fits with B so beautifully because when we're going against our values, potentially we're not being who we really are. We're not being our true self. We're not, and because of that, we're probably compromising and that can be quite detrimental to our mental well-being depending on you know the degree to which we're having to kind of adapt and make changes. And I think this is why it's part of the three Bs, really. And I think when we kind of came up with the concept, this was a huge sort of issue. It seemed to be, I mean, it was a long time ago that we came up with the three Bs. And yet it still seems to be very prevalent that people aren't feeling as though they can be who they really are. Maybe they're not in line with their values. Maybe they're not even aware of, of what those are. Sometimes it's only when we realise that things don't fit for us, that's when we kind of go back and sort of address that stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, you're taking me back to a time where we, yeah, we'd really immersed ourselves in what it is that we wanted to do as a business and B came up. And I think it was a personal thing as well as supporting other people. Mm. I want people to accept me for who I am. I want people to just 
get to know me, who I am, without making judgment on anything about how I look, what I'm doing, how I'm saying it, all of that kind of thing. I want them to just let me be myself and let me be comfortable in my own skin. And so many of our coaching clients come with the same thing. Mm. They're they're constantly compromising, like you were saying, or comparing themselves to others. And we've said this before, you can't play the comparison game because you can never win. There will always be something. And it's, it's not a good game to play. It's about being who you really are. That's the key point. Now, there are, you know, so many ways that we are getting bombarded with information that is making us feel uncomfortable about ourselves because we don't look like that person or we don't act or we don't have what they have that that's what the media is all about because it's they're trying to sell us stuff a lot of stuff that goes on in the media it's trying to sell us things so you know we need to not have a wrinkle or if we think we're getting a wrinkle we need to have that cream you know that's that certain cream that will help you to fight your blemishes or you need to be a certain size and wear the certain clothes or you know men I've noticed you know the last I would say three years maybe it's all been about beards you know beards are really in now and it's sort of like that seems to be the thing whereas there have been people sporting beards for years before it became trendy (laughs) and there's people who aren't bothered about having a beard because they don't want one even if it is trendy or whatever So it doesn't matter if you're, you know, a man or a woman. There are things that are telling us we should be a certain thing. Another one of these is, which is a big one for us, is about our emotions. Mm. So you can't be yourself if you're going to show your emotions to other people, is what we're getting told. Because it's inconvenient, you know, because we would have to deal with that person. We would have to deal with how they're feeling, thinking, all that kind of stuff. And we don't want to do that. That's, I'm talking there about the the world, the community, whatever, it, the society that we are living in. And I want that to be different. And we, I know we want that to be different. We want people to be able to share their emotions. It's really funny, but this morning, I had a quick look on Facebook, and there was an emoji of somebody who was unhappy And it was like they were taking a mask off. Then the mask was a big smiley emoji. And it said something like, I don't want you to put a mask on for me. I want you to show me how you're really feeling. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's the kind of person I want to be with. (laughs) I want them to be part of my community because I don't want to have to wear a mask if I'm not good now, there is something about you can think positively. There is something about, you know, doing things, smile. It might cheer you up. But there are certain things that it's not going to. Or sometimes you just need people to be aware of maybe how you're feeling so that they can be a bit kinder, mm. a bit more compassionate. Yeah. This, yeah. Absolutely. I think it's making me think about, you know, like when we, we say, how are you? Yeah. 
and we sort of inquire. Mm. And it's just kind of, again, that's probably drawing on our unconscious, you know, because that's part of conversation. That's just part of how we, how we are with each other. But do we really want to know? Yeah. And, you know, in response to that, are we able to say how we really are? Is it appropriate? Does it feel that we can share? Oh, I'm not actually doing so good today. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Is there anything I can do? Is there anything you... Do you want to have a chat? Or, or, and just kind of not imposing yourself onto somebody, but just being there for them. And I think that's part of this be, you know, in, in feeling like we can be more of ourselves. And, and what we were talking there, particularly about emotions and showing our emotions, I actually think it makes us more tolerant of other people mm. and it allows them to be. So it's sort of the gift that keeps on giving, really. You know, we're kind of giving it to ourselves, but we're also kind of reaching out and allowing others to be who they are too. Yeah. I think that's why... I think they're all important, the three Bs, but I think there is something about this being yourself, particularly with, with emotions. I think I think the more conversations we have on, on the show and the more guests we interview, it makes me really hopeful because... There's all these amazing people doing these brilliant pockets of work, you know, in their corner of the universe yeah. and sort of enlightening and opening things up and creating all this possibility for people to think differently. And they're allowing people to be who they are, yeah. you know. And it's sort of being having that tolerance but having that appreciation and awareness of ourselves and of other people, that we're not necessarily going to think the same things. We're not going to feel the same things, mm. you know, on any given day. We're going to have different responses to stuff. And that's okay. We're not going to want to dress the same. You know, we're not going to necessarily want to to go to the same events or be at the same, you know, I don't know, parties or shop at the same places, whatever it happens to be. And I think a lot of this comes back to a word that we... I mean, I just would love to ban this word. It's the should. But because I think that's what it is. I think we live so much of our lives based around what we think we should be doing and what we think we should look like and who we think we should be with. And you, and you can lose sight of yourself if you go down that, that path. So I think there's something about knowing ourselves, being true, and finding out what that is for you. And it might not be... For some people, I think it's really there right from the get-go. They know, you know, and, and, they're, and they're confident enough and strong enough to follow that path. But I think for others of us, it's, it's easier to follow the programming. Mm. And I think that's why we get a little bit... I don't like to use the word lost because I think it's all part of the journey. You know, it's part of the learning. Maybe we need to kind of make that discovery a bit later on or at a different point. Mm. But I just know that I think the more that people are true to themselves, the more honest kinds of conversations we will have, even if we don't necessarily agree. And, and I firmly believe the more tolerant we will be of ourselves and each other. Totally. Sorry, when you were talking there, definitely tolerant came to mind. I was thinking back to one of the ladies that we interviewed, fabulous woman, who does hypnotherapy and does a lot of work with children. Amazing stuff in St. Helens. And I remember her going on holiday and being unable to get in the pool because she didn't want people looking at her because she thought, I'm overweight, people are going to stare. 
and it's that she couldn't be herself. She couldn't be okay in her own skin mm. because of this concept of what other people will think. And this word that you, you said should be banned, should. Yeah, I mean, it goes on in our own minds. Yeah. We very much put this thing on us and I, I should be like this and I, or I shouldn't be like this and I should be able to go into the pool but I'm not doing because of other people. But I'm just, I'm thinking back to social media and people who post things and then you get all of this comments and there can be quite a portion of comments that are not helpful, not friendly, not kind, but very much go in, should, oh, they should lose weight, they should mind their own business, they should think differently, they shouldn't say this. And it's this should and shouldn't kind of word that, yeah, when you look through it, you can see that. And if people are reading that, they're taking all of that in. Part of me would just imagined her standing up at the side of the pool and yelling, I'm fat and I'm going to get in this pool now. So if you all want to have a go up, go ahead, because I'm OK with who I am. And if you've got a problem with it, then you can turn away and going into the pool and being herself. And I think I, for one, would probably stand up and applaud her. Yeah. <laughs> for having the guts to have done that but I just I would love that I would love more people to go you know I've got wrinkles I'm 60 I'm all right with my wrinkles I don't need Botox don't want it I'm comfy with who I am get over it I don't need the latest cream because I'm owning what I am kind of thing whatever it happens to be you know it's sort of like isn't that enough you just I would love that to happen I don't think I'm ever going to see that in my lifetime unfortunately not when more and more people can do that I might see it once or twice but I do think that's a real statement of I'm going to be me and you think what you're going to think because you are anyway kind of thing it's interesting, isn't it, why we worry so much about what other people think mm. and I wonder, sort of, and I think for some of us that's more you know, it's it's, than it's stronger than others. Yeah. And and for others of us, it's more maybe, it's not so much about what other people think, it's maybe what, what you know, dialogue we're having inside our own mind. Yeah. You know, we're kind of, we're, we don't need other people to sort of bring us down and destroy us because we're more than capable of doing it ourselves. Yeah. You know, we've got that, that sort of inner voice. And I think, yeah, I think that it's interesting where those those places of judgment you know, all those 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 judgmental kind of like viewpoints can come from. And I think a lot of that does stop us from being who we are, whether it's to do with how we look or how we feel about how we look or what we're doing for a living, the kind of house we live in. A lot of it isn't it about what we... Because I suppose how we... Being who we are, a lot of it is what we show to the world, isn't it? You know, yeah. and some of it we might hold back for ourselves and some of it... And I suppose a lot of it is expressed through the way we dress or the way we look or our actions, you know, what we're doing. But actually, really, all that matters is what you think about it. It should be. Totally, it should be. It's really funny because, yeah, I totally agree with that. I'm thinking of a time, it was over the Christmas period, I was spending with friends and we'd gone for a walk and I had my woolly hat on and then we'd gone into a pub just to get a drink so we were able to take the dogs in and I'm sat there and I'm oblivious quite happy 
having a really good time. And it was only when we got back to where we were staying that I realised what my hair looked like <laughs> because I'd had this hat on. And then I went backwards. Because ah. then I was like, oh, my God, people who had been looking at me, oh, people who had been like, what's wrong with their red? Kind of thing. <laughs> so even not in the moment, in the moment I wasn't thinking that, what I did was I destroyed my own happiness because I went retrospective and went, oh, my God, this is what I would have looked like. And it's sort of like, well, that's not what I thought at the time. And if that's what people thought, well, that's up to them to think, isn't it? Yeah. I, I'd had my hat on. It was raining. I was dry and I was warm. And that's what mattered. And it sounds like you were having a brilliant I time. Was. I was. Because I actually did. you weren't thinking about what you looked like. Exactly. Because you were just being you. In yeah. that moment, enjoying that moment. And that's the key, isn't it? Yeah. I was in the moment, I wasn't I was oblivious to anything else and I was happy. Mm. So much of our happiness is wrapped up with in this be. It really is. Yeah. Being ourselves, being okay with who we are, being in the now. You know, whatever we need, we might want to change that. Whatever it happens to be. It is so important, but that is the key to our well-being, mm. having those happy moments. Yeah. Do you not think as well that part of B is about, because we've talked a lot there about sort of, you know, what we're presenting to the world and yeah. how we are. I'm thinking about our inner world. And a lot of it, we mentioned about emotions before, but a lot of B in the three Bs is about being okay with what we might be thinking or feeling. Yeah. At the time, so being okay with our emotions, whatever they happen to be, even if they're uncomfortable. Oh, so we've had these conversations <laughs> so much, haven't we? With I know, it, it's we're... so easy to say. <laughs> no, it is easy to say, but and we know it's hard to do. But it's like, we're really lucky because we get to talk to each other about how we're feeling. But yeah, I'm just thinking about when I've gone to, I feel guilty about feeling like this. Mm -hmm. And it's really useful for me because I get then your take on things and you're we're able to coach you the, each other yeah. or sometimes even just say to each other you be really hard on yourself I think you need to stop that yeah. kind of thing so I, I think I'm I feel very blessed very lucky about that but you're right this the inner world but actually the inner world is where it takes the outer world and what goes it's on. It's where inside. we reside, really, isn't it? It really is. And it is really important because actually if you do the work on the inner, the, the outer won't harm us or bother us as much. Mm. We will build up that resilience yeah. to that outer world. You'll be in the pub with your hair a mess and you won't care yeah. because you won't even know about it because your inner world will be just grooving along nicely and just shining and enjoying things. Yeah, and it is so important. Our inner world is really, really, and you are so right there. It is so, so important to this whole thing about B. I just think this links really well with my song. Ooh. Or I know, it's like, I love one of my favourite bands of all time. My brother got me into this when I was only little because he used to listen to a band called Asia. And... They were my first, I would say, proper gig that I went to, that my friends took me to, I remember that. This song, I sing from, like, the rooftops. I love this. It's called In My Own Time, and I think 
listening to the words we need to do much much more of this still love it absolutely adore asia in my own time that's yeah. really nice i like that you like that i've not heard that before it's yeah it um it's probably not one that is shared very often but it's it's just i think they're a brilliant band anyway but yeah, it's just, it reminds me of, no, I'm going to do it and I'll do it in my own time. And there's yeah. definitely things, and this thing about be, you know, we're talking about it, we're not expecting people to go out and be themselves right away, all encompassing from the word go. Because I'm still not like that. And I'm, I'm not going to speak for you, but I need to be comfy in my own skin in lots of different ways and different things. And I need to be kinder to myself on my inner world of how I speak to myself because that's really important. So this whole thing about be, about being, is understanding, for me, what are you doing that is helpful for you? What are you doing that isn't helpful for you? And there are there's very close links with our belief within that. But it can have such an impact on our mental well-being. And it can really either support us to be more resilient and, and deal with stuff. Or it can really drag us down and get into a state where it's not good. Mm. And I think our whole thing is we want people to be who they are. We want them to show up as who they are. And it's something I know we do a lot of, but one of the things that we do is our training, our mind pampers, because we offer we offer mind pamper sessions for people to come and to spend time doing meditation and wellbeing stuff. And we want people to show up as who they are. And I, the amount of times that we've had people who've ended up snoring through meditations and then they, they, they're like, oh, I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry. And we think it's hilarious, but we think it's brilliant yeah. as well. Because it's real. It is real. People snore. And actually, if you've got yourself into such a, a relaxed state yeah. that you've gone to sleep yeah. and that your body and your mind is just has just gone there, how wonderful is that? I know. That means we've done our job properly. So, so yeah, <laughs> it is. I love it. It's great when we do things like that and when we have that reaction. But it's amazing how many people feel, yeah, embarrassed by it and whatever. This this word, though, embarrassed, hmm. it's sort of what is that even about? I mean, you know, I mean, I think it's about being okay with, you know, having a little embarrassment or something being a little bit funny or ridiculous. But it's just sort of being being okay with that, isn't it? I think the word shame has a lot to do with this stuff. Oh, yeah. And I know that's we've gone from embarrassment to shame, but I think there's a line sometimes, isn't there, for people? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we don't want to be seen to be doing anything wrong, whatever that is. Mm. You know, saying the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing. Is it about difference? Is it about fit, needing to fit in? You know, is it about, you know, that fear of putting your hand up when you're at school? You know, and getting the the answer wrong. Does it kind of go back to that? I don't know. It's it's just why is it such a big deal? Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, well, to do something wrong. Yeah, and it shouldn't be because I think, yeah. and this is what it comes back to with the B for me. Because for me, it's about growing and learning 
in a way that works for us. Mm. So without that pressure in our own time. Yeah. You know, we're doing it in a way that works for us. So like you said at the start, we're all programmed to compare ourselves to one another or, you know, to, to something that we should and shouldn't be doing. And that is part of the problem. That's what prevents us a lot of the time from being ourselves. Not everybody, because for some people, that idea of getting something wrong, well, they just shrug it off, it's no big deal. I don't know whether that's part of a personality thing or it's a deep-rooted thing from childhood, from our upbringing. I think that's the point, though, isn't it? There's, there's, you're talking about the unconscious mind. There's so much that's been sort of chucked in there. Yeah that's informing the way that we re react and the way that we respond, mm -hmm. that then has an impact on how we are, that then has an impact on whether or not we're allowing ourselves to be. Yeah. So it's not as simple as just saying, oh, be yourself, be authentic. One, you might not even know who that is or what that is. Yeah. And two, it's sort of it, we might need to do a little bit of unraveling, a little bit of unpacking. We might need to do a lot of unlearning Yeah. in order to kind of get to where we want to be but I think it's about maybe deciding what that is for you and knowing what that is and just doing something each and every day that makes you feel who you are yeah totally I, I mean I think that's true the unconscious mind is definitely it's it's been bombarded all our lives mm. with different things from different people and like media family, friends, peers, groups we've hung around with, anything like that. And that can impact on on what we think. And something that it just reminded this there's also like unwritten rules kind mm. of thing. So what I was thinking of was I was reading something the other day and it was all it's people who'd misheard and it, they were like hilarious stories but I just thought I've done this so many times. I've got a relative in Glasgow, broad Glaswegian accent, can't understand a word of what they say. And there's an unwritten thing where you can say, pardon, twice. Okay. And then it gets to the point where, you know, it's not it's not okay then. I don't know where this unwritten rule I came from. I wasn't aware from. of this unwritten rule. Don't, when you see, I am now. Yeah, I don't know where this came from. But it was like, so I'll... If I don't hear if I don't hear somebody properly or I'm not sure what they've said, I can go. Sorry, pardon. What did you say? Or, you know, so, sorry. What was that again? And if I've already said it twice, I can't say it a third time. <laughs> so you either usually do the smile and nod, yeah, and then if the face changes, go. I mean, no. like really, you agree with that? <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow, <laughs> it's one of those. But um, we we go to um, Scotland a lot with the dogs we have our holidays in scotland a lot i absolutely love it up there and there was a time where this woman walked and she said something to us not a clue what and my partner just looked in like horror like what on earth was that and i just went it's been a glorious day hasn't it i just completely ignored whatever she said because i hadn't got a clue and i just went it's been a glorious day hasn't it and now it's soaking and it's we're drenched and we don't care because we're on holiday and we've had fun. And um, I, and I think she realised she hadn't that I hadn't understood. But I dealt with it in such a way that she thought that was that was quite okay. So slowed down what she was saying and said, I don't know if it was the same thing or something else. But anyway, we had ended up having a chat with her and we could understand her because she, I think she deliberately slowed that down. But yeah, there are 
unwritten rules out there that we all have and we don't know where they come from. So you weren't aware that you can only say pardon because you've not heard somebody twice. <laughs> it's not true. Oh, right. It's... If you want to say it six million times, you can. <laughs> you can. Yeah. <laughs> but there is, for me, there's this, and it's not just me. I know lots of people who it's twice and then you can't ask them right. again okay. because it would be rude or whatever. And it's like, I've not heard you. I've not understood you. And it's like, I know some people don't understand my accent. I know sometimes I can't get my words out. Oh, I'll use a different word. <laughs> or a different name. You know this. Yes, and when we have to just interject with the with the right one. We with just the have right to word. substitute it. Yeah, and that happens all the time. But the that that impacts internally as well. Mm. I think for people, and I know definitely for me, it, it does, because I'm like, oh, God, didn't know what they said. I feel really embarrassed, because I'm not, why? Why am I embarrassed? Because I've not heard or I, understood. I love this story. It's, it's It really kind of illustrates the ridiculousness yes. of how we are as human beings. Like, you say these unwritten rules that yeah. we've sort of made for ourselves. Yeah. And also, it highlights potential assumptions that we might be making about another person or about a situation and I think that that can prevent us from being true. Mm. So in that example, you actually, I love how you dealt with it <laughs> because actually you were being yourself. I was in that. Definitely you just was. thought, stuff it, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to be yeah. me. I'm just going to, you know, kind of be clouds, kind of fun and silly. I'm on holiday. I'm enjoying myself. I'm just going to express what I think. And actually that kind of broke down the barrier for yeah. you, didn't it? So yeah. it, it sort of worked. I think it's that, yeah, this fear of being wrong or this fear of being found out or shown up or exposed in some way. Mm. Yeah, this this stops us from being our true selves in so many ways. But something you said right at the beginning of the conversation really struck a chord with me and it was how you said, like, the world needs more people to sort of show up and own up as who they really are. Yeah. Because I think we need, we need that diversity, we need that variety, we need that difference of opinion, we need different ways of looking at things and thinking about things and that creativity, mm-hmm. don't we? And, and people don't need to be suppressed and crushed and worried about the shuds. You know, they need to be sort of bringing, shining their light and bringing that out into the world. And then, because then that has an impact on the people around you, and we have more comfort, you know, more ease. Because I think, I was really thinking about what does it mean, the B, for me. Mm. I was sort of thinking, how would I, you know, if I had to describe it for me personally. And I sort of came up with a little thing where I was, I put that, I think for me, B is about flow and ease. And it's really intuitive. And it's about listening to my gut. So not listening to the outer voices or the inner voices or you know, all the kind of the pressure and the expectation and the programming. Mm. It's about when I really kind of dig in really, really deep at my core. It was like, I know. It's just that I forget sometimes or I don't really believe it, which links in with our our belief, of course. Does that does that make sense? It's kind of like I just know when you know when something feels right. You can't even maybe articulate it or explain it, but you just know. I love that. I love how you're listening to your gut, not the external or internal voices. <laughs> because we have, yeah, the, those internal voices. Because I know, I know through our conversations, 
you you have a big guilt drive with oh, things. Oh, it's so huge. <laughs> it it's is. so huge, yeah. And sometimes you have to own all of it. I do. I'm not even allowed my share. No, it's all mine. All the guilt is mine. But actually, you are totally right, because I, I, and I've heard you go, I don't know. But when you listen to your gut, you do know. What you're listening to is, you're listening to not necessarily your inner voices, you're listening to voices from the past that's coming through, that you've heard before, or you're listening to external voices. And that is really, that's the key with that. You've not been listening to your gut, and I completely get that. I think that's a really useful way of dealing with and thinking about it, yeah. It links really well with my song, actually. And, And there's lots of different things that I could pick for this, but... I've gone with something that isn't necessarily about this subject, but it's a, an interpretation, you know, for me. And it's a song that I absolutely love. It's by a band that just probably my favourite, really, of all time. Um, because it relates to the voices thing. And I was thinking about, when I'm listening to my gut, what can I hear? I thought, I don't hear anything. It's silent. So I'm going to play Depeche Mode. Enjoy the silence. I don't usually know what your song is, but I, as soon as you started, I knew I knew what it was going to be. Love that song, it's oh. fabulous. And it, it just really struck me as kind of like you know all I ever wanted, all I ever needed. It's just it's here. Yeah. And actually, if you're tuning into that, you're enjoying that silence, you know, of just being, rather than doing or pleasing or yeah, all that other stuff, all that noise. It's like you're cutting out the noise. Yeah the unnecessary you're sort of cutting through that mm. and you kind of emerge like in a I don't know just in a complete way in a pure way just about whatever it is that you need to be you can go and do it and I think I know it's really easy for us to sit here and say this stuff we know for ourselves we do we work on it every single day yeah and some days are better than others and that's the important thing that we want you to know you know if you're listening to this it's okay if you're not feeling like you today. You know, it's okay if if it's you're finding it hard to accept yourself or mm. to to know what it is to be authentic. It's okay because it's in there, and if you can enjoy the silence, you tune into your gut or wherever it lives for you. Mm. You will find it. It is there. Totally. It's like like you say. If if you're not feeling it today, actually part of being you is is to, okay owning that. Yeah. Okay, I, I I don't feel like I can today, and I just I need to go with the flow. I need to just tell people I'm fine, and just get on with it. I, I can't deal with thinking deeply about stuff today or whatever it happens to be. That's being you because that's going with what you're thinking and feeling and being that day because we are all different or it could even be that minute or that hour you know because we can change throughout the day of how we're feeling so very much so it is really important this whole thing about being is something that we are really really passionate about it's something that really makes us tick we want to be more of us we want to be our our own true selves and, and we struggle even with each other at times we don't say things because we're worried about what the other person will think and there's times that that happens and it's funny because actually they're the times when actually we 
we really have miscommunication when we're being really honest and true and saying it that's when it's easier and so we can feel it ourselves it's really important for us to help people to get there as well I think that's such an important point to make because I think we do hold back and we do make assumptions and we do because it feels hard it feels too hard to have that conversation you know or we're just worried about what the other person will think or if we're going to upset somebody but there's ways to do things there's ways to have those kinds of conversations and if we're you know diminishing ourselves in order to make someone else feel better then that's not a true relationship, is yeah. it? That's not a true, honest conversation. So I think there's there's ways to approach this stuff within our relationships, you know, within our working practices, you know, w- within the way that we are in the world, that we can do it with kindness, we can be real, and we can... So we're not compromising ourselves, but we're also being supportive of others. And that's the... I suppose that's the... That's the gold, really, that we're, we're sort of searching for, isn't it? Yeah. How to be human in the best possible way, even on the days when it feels too hard. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, you said before what I'd started with at the very beginning, uh, and I think you really talked about this much clearer, this whole we need people to be themselves in this world, mm-hmm. and it is so true. We need that quirkiness. It's important for us to have people who challenge our thoughts and our opinions and our beliefs about stuff because that way we are more open to understanding different points of view because we have them. There are different ways of looking at things. Mm. and we're not, we're not right and everybody else is wrong. It's, there's, there's just a variety of difference and that is really what is important that's what makes the world go round this variety and we need more variety than ever before I think in this society so the B hopefully that gives people a bit more of an understanding of one of the B's of 3B the mental well-being company we are here to listen we do coaching sessions with people we do group coaching we do oh wonderful mind pampers oh, i really missed doing our mind pampers we did one um just last year didn't we and we're, we're hoping to uh, bring a few more of those out into the world yeah. in 2023 we are so keep a lookout on our facebook because we will put our events on there and that is at 3b wellbeing keep a look out on there our website is hopefully going to be live soon and that is weare3b.com and you can get in touch with us at wellbeing at weare3b.com and it's the number three fabulous yeah so get in touch with us if you want us to talk about anything on the show if you want to just contact us and go i don't know I don't know what I'm doing. I had to be more me. Get in touch with us. We are always here to listen, lend an ear, and we will take you wherever you are. We'll take you for whatever you are. We won't ask you to change. We will just support you in whatever it is that you need because we need you to be you, don't we? 
Yeah, it's making me think about that. Is it Oscar Wilde who said about being yourself because everyone else is taken? And that is really true. <laughs> so let the world know who you are. Be more of yourself. Be who you really are. Be comfy in your own skin. And if you need to, shout it from the rooftops. This is who I am. And if you've got a problem, that's your thing. Because I'm happy with who I am. Till next time. That was an extract from our radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. You can listen in every Thursday between 12 and 2 on HCR 92.3 FM or online on hcr923fm.com.